For almost 40 straight days now, Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker has given the state a daily update on COVID-19. He stands before the cameras delivering mostly bad news day after day. The first-term Democratic governor is trying to beat a life-and-death crisis for which there's no playbook. Pritzker talked with WBEZ reporter Dave McKinney recently about how he's managing the crisis and its emotional toll and how Tiger King is helping him get through it. For all the ways the pandemic has upended almost every aspect of life in Illinois, it's this alarmingly simple question that Governor J.B. Pritzker now has a hard time answering. What day is it? You know, there's no end of the day, really. It just kind of one melds into another. I literally, I, I don't know what day it is unless I look at my phone and I see what day of the week it is. Illinois' COVID-19 nerve center is in Pritzker's 15th floor office suite in the James R. Thompson Center in downtown Chicago. And for the governor and a handful of senior aides, the days there start early and end late, most of them 12 to 16 hours long. Pritzker spends his day talking with his staff and with other governors. A couple of days a week, he's on the phone with the White House. It's been like this for 39 straight days, through an election, on weekends, even on Easter Sunday. From pretty much the moment I wake up and I look at my inbox and read the newspaper to the moment after I watch the news at night, when after I get home, you know, I'm thinking nonstop about this. And it's hard. You'll ask, if you ask my staff, they'll tell you the same thing. That downtown coronavirus nerve center is where Pritzker made the decision to close schools, bars, and restaurants, and where he issued Illinois' stay-at-home order nearly a month ago. It's where he's been scrambling to find protective gear for health care workers and scrambling to get a state computer system in order so that hundreds of thousands of people out of work can get unemployment benefits. Crises bring out the best and the worst in public office holders, and this very much could be Pritzker's defining moment. So I wondered how he's been weighing all these tough decisions and how he's coping with the crisis. We all get the sense of mission here. And we know that like every minute, every hour, you know, that we're at this, we have the potential to save people's lives. Frankly, that's a motivator like none other. But every day at 1230 comes the meeting he describes as the most depressing part of the day. That's when Pritzker gets the death tally from the previous 24 hours from the state's public health director. Lately, the count has slowed, but we're still talking dozens and dozens of Illinoisans being killed by the virus each day. People, not data points. I mean, it's a terrible thing. Um, you know, normally in politics and in, in government, you know, you're dealing with budgets and you're dealing with, um, you know, families. And, and, you know, the numbers are important, but not every number is something to do with the potential for fatality. Uh, but this meeting that we have every day, is really focused on on that. Through Monday afternoon, nearly 800 people in Illinois have died from COVID-19. The emotional grind has been real. I asked Pritzker about the most memorable moment of the pandemic. He paused and then talked about these five straight days in early April. Five days where it looked like things maybe weren't as bad as people thought. And then... Um, the sixth day came and we had a big increase of deaths and a big increase of cases. And that was the day that we reported 73 deaths. Um, and I have to say, I, it, it just, you know, it took a little bit of wind out of me. Um, and so I, I, I hate to say that 
that that's the most memorable day, but at least right at this moment, that's what I would say. The governor says he's personally reached out to about a dozen families of first responders and health care workers who have died from COVID-19. He wishes he could talk with all of the victims' families, but there isn't time in the day. You know, that is um, the most anguish-filled part of my job. Um, it's not something you can prepare yourself for uh, when you become governor, to have to make condolence calls to people who don't know you, um, but who would value hearing you know, from the governor about about their lost family member and um and uh, you know i don't i don't relish it i don't enjoy it in any way whatsoever when i ask pritzker what has made him angriest during the pandemic there's no hesitation it's his dealings with the white house and what he sees as its repeated failures to deliver more testing capacity to illinois criticism like that has caught trump's attention Last week, the president called out Pritzker for seeming to be happy with the White House response in private, but deeply critical in public. To hear Pritzker's side, his one direct person-to-person call with Trump was pure frustration. On the phone with him, uh, I am respectful of the office of the president, but I'm also very direct about what we need and what I hope for and what I expect. In that mid-March phone call, Pritzker said he urged Trump to invoke a federal law compelling manufacturers like automakers to begin producing more ventilators and personal protective equipment so that states wouldn't be in bidding wars against one another. Pritzker said Trump ignored the idea, then asked what Illinois needed. The governor rattled off more N95 masks, goggles, and the like, and Trump promised to help. And then an hour later, I got a call from one of his advisors who said, I talked to President Trump and we're going to help you. He said, we're going to do it in Trump time. And he said those words a couple of few times during the conversation in Trump time. And then he said, we're going to deliver 300,000 N95 masks and 300 ventilators uh, and we'll get it to you in Trump time. So I thought, wow, that's fantastic. You know, he's not not regular time, Trump time. Pritzker says one day passed, then another, then another. When the shipment finally arrived, Pritzker says the state got its ventilators, but got 300,000 of the wrong kind of masks. I asked the governor for his definition of Trump time. Well, now I think it means never uh, or very late uh, and not what was promised. Pritzker lavishes praise on federal agencies that have come to Illinois' assistance, like the U.S. Army Corps of Engineers and FEMA. Pritzker grades Trump harshly for his handling of the pandemic. He says the president gets a D from him. But the Democratic governor declined to give himself a grade, saying that's hard to do when people are dying. At the end of his days, when he's at home in Chicago's Gold Coast, Pritzker says the COVID-19 calls keep coming. And there's only a short time to clear his head, even to laugh. At the very, very end of the day, when I'm just about to go to bed, I flip on something like Tiger King. (laughs) Um, and um and i've managed to actually watch all of the episodes of tiger king or at least fall asleep during every one of them um and um so that's you know that's that's how i could take my mind off of it but the effects of focusing on joe exotic and carol baskin the protagonists of the popular netflix series are momentary the pressure of the day is just too great it's very hard to turn this off. This is not, this is not, this is not normal. 
And for Pritzker and the people of Illinois huddling in their homes, normalcy won't return until COVID-19 stops killing. Dave McKinney, WBEZ News.